Today, from the International Gospel Hour, we continue our Are You Listening? Again? series as we discuss those that died in an unrighteous state. But let us grow from this warning and draw closer to God today right here from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. We're so glad you decided to listen to our program today. Our intent is to inform you and to encourage you. This is Are You Listening? with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. In a busy world with lots of distractions, we need to pay closer attention to God. Are you listening to God's Word today? Here's Jeff. Thank you to R.J. Webb, and ladies and gentlemen, it is a real joy to bring you another message from the Word of the Lord. We are indebted to each one of you who has been good enough of heart and kind enough of spirit to tune in to our program today. We count each of you an honored listener. And today we continue a study of some in Bible times who died in sin and disobedience. We fully intend for each of these lessons to be serious and solemn, for they are sobering reminders of the gravity we should attach to the coming of the Grim Reaper and whether he strikes while we are obedient to heaven's will or engaged in the service of Satan. In the book of Numbers, Moses depicted how death struck down the murmurers or complainers. In reality, from that very moment that slave-ridden Israel vacated Egyptian tyranny through the stretched-out arm of Jehovah's power, until the people crossed the swollen Jordan forty years later, this highly favored and abundantly blessed nation constantly reaped Jehovah's generous gifts and experienced miraculous measures of heavenly power never granted to any people up to that time. They ate his manna by day, drank water which abundantly flowed from the rock, and enjoyed the numerous blessings conferred upon them from the Sinai covenant. Yet these Israelites were so ungrateful, complaining and murmuring frequently rather took the place of daily thanksgiving for their being so signally blessed. In Numbers 21, verses 5 and 6, they murmured against both Jehovah and Moses. Here the Lord's patience and spirit of long-suffering temporarily ended. The Bible says at this point, And the people spake against God and against Moses, Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in this wilderness? For there is no bread, and there is no water, and our soul loatheth this light bread. And Jehovah sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Israel found there was a high cost attached to their spirit of murmuring and complaining. My friends, are you listening? There still is a high price attached to the transgression known as murmuring. Chronic complainers today need to fear lest death also find them engaged in their habitual murmuring as this old sin once found Israel in the days of antiquity. In Philippians 2, verses 14 through 16, Paul wrote the Christians of his day and said, Do all things without murmurings and questionings, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without blemish, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom you you are seen as lights in the world, holding forth the word of life, that I may have whereof to glory in the day of Christ, that I did not run in vain, neither labor in vain. 
Courageous people who strive toward the spirit of contentment and seek to avoid the daily habit of murmuring and complaining will not be found in such unholy activities when death does strike as were these chronic complainers in the wilderness. My friends, if you and I fail to learn from the lessons of history, then we are doomed to repeat the same mistakes as those who went before us made and suffered for the same. The Bible tells of many who died in debauchery. Mr. Webster defines this word as excessive indulgence of the appetites, sensuality, seduction from virtue, duty, etc. Immorality is running rampant in the loose and lax times in which we live. The crimson crimes of adultery and fornication are altogether too common in our permissive era. Pornography parades itself boldly on public newsstands throughout the country. It is no longer an under-the-counter type of low and base business. Now it operates under judicial protection that seemingly fails to find immorality anywhere. Raw obscenity have become the dominant pitch in modern movie-making, and absolutely too much of what is piped into the living room by way of television. The working vocabulary of too many before the public eye is filled with suggestive stories and off-color jokes. We are living in an era where men and women and boys and girls just match up with each other for a temporary time. They live together until they tire of each other, and then another fleshly partner is sought. My friends, death can strike while people are engaged in the foregoing activities. Who would wish to die either in an act of immorality or just moments after its completion? Who would want to expire with a dirty book in his lustful embrace or breathe his last breath while watching an adult movie? Who would wish to have his last utterance be a vile and highly suggestive story? In Numbers 25, the sage of Sinai tells how Zimri and Cosby died while engaged in a brazen and deeply defiant case of flagrant fornication. This same chapter relates how 24,000 sons of God died who had just committed harlotry with the daughters of Moab. Numbers 25, verses 1 and 9. Paul says 23,000 fell in just one day. Moses supplied the total who perished in this plague, while Paul listed those who fell in one day. There is no contradiction between Paul in 1 Corinthians 10 and Moses in Numbers 25. Thousands thus perished in the wake of immoral escapades. What if people today who enter remain and die in the framework of fornication or the area of adulterous marriages? If such can be saved in their sins, how are we to understand 1 Corinthians 6, 9, and 10 and Galatians 5, 19-21? Respectively, these passages state, Or know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with men, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousies, wraths, factions, divisions, parties, envyings, drunkenness, revelings, and such like 
of which I forewarn you, even as I did forewarn you, that they who practice such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. My friends, are you listening? You and I should not envy those like Zimri, Cosby, Herod Antipas, Herodias, Felix, Drusilla, and others who have defied Jehovah's clearly revealed laws of morality and marriage. Making one's exit while involved in a web of gross immorality, as these people did, is a tragic way to end one's short span of life on earth. Do you not agree, my friends? Oh, dear friends, we have just shared with you lesson number three of They Died in Unrighteousness as part of our Are You Listening Again series. Now, dear friends, if you want to hear the first two parts of this lesson, you can always go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com. On the front page, as it comes up to you, scroll down to where you'll find 15-minute podcast. And if you seek, seek rather through there and find the phrase, They died in unrighteousness, you will find this part here, part three, as well as parts one and two. Now, a little bit of background for our newer listeners of our Are You Listening Again series. You noted in the broadcast that I would say, Friends, are you listening? This was the key question in line from our first speaker of the International Gospel Hour, Brother V.E. Howard. As a matter of fact, our newsletter that we send out quarterly, which is absolutely free, we send out that newsletter and we call it, Are You Listening?, in honor of Brother Howard. From time to time, you will hear our broadcast from International Gospel Hour refer to the title, Are You Listening? Well, Brother Howard was our speaker for 60 years, and from 1974 to 1986, Brother Robert R. Taylor, Jr., the longtime evangelist for the Ripley, Tennessee Church of Christ, wrote material for Brother Howard. Through the graciousness of Brother Taylor, we here at International Gospel Hour have secured a great number of these lessons. These are treasures indeed, and you will hear them from time to time in what we will call our Are You Listening Again series. Now, while this material has not been presented in probably over 40 years, its truths are still as vital and as real today as we noted in our study. Now, friends, our studies here at International Gospel Hour try to encourage study at home. If we have mentioned some things of which you need to address and help with, let's begin by seeking God's will through a study of the Word of God. Here is our J-Web to tell you about our free Bible study course available by mail. Your friends at the International Gospel Hour are offering absolutely free a Bible study course by mail. You may study in the privacy of your own home at your own pace. Feel free to give it a try. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and please leave your name, address, and just say, Home Study. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Home Study in the message box. We'll send it right away. Thank you for your interest in the things of God. And now, back to Jeff. 
Dear friends, let us not die in unrighteousness when God has paid the price through the love He had for the world in sending Jesus to die for us. Let us be obedient unto God today, and let us continue our studies together at another time. Thanks for joining me today here on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com. Oh.